What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of The Simple Man's Guide to the Good Life. Um, today's topic, um, again, and when I record these podcasts, one, not scripted, two, just musings and things that I'm either going through or chewing on or working on or that are coming up in my life that are making me think about things that I think we all can work on or we can all implement and just, again, help us live better, more fulfilling, and at the end of the day, thriving lives, right? And so that kind of happened this week for me. Um, when you're listening to this, I will be at Six Flags in uh, San Antonio with my girlfriend. And um, this week is her was her birthday on Wednesday and she... Um, it's a beautiful thing. She really has a big inner child and it's, it's a beautiful thing because, and this is going to be the topic of today. As I've grown up, I have really suppressed my inner child. Um, my inner child became a parent, um, very quickly in my younger years out of necessity. And as I've aged and in my twenties, I've become very rigid and many people who are close to me know this about me. And I, I've done a lot of work to loosen up, allow myself to have more fun, act silly. And it's been a lot of hard work. But allowing myself, my inner child to come out has been something that I just really haven't done um, a lot of. And my girlfriend is kind of bringing that out of me. She's, she's creating a space for me to know it's okay for my inner child to come out, that it's a safe place that I can do these things and not feel judged for it. Um, and going to Six Flags this, this weekend and being at Six Flags when you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening on Sunday, is, is part of that. And this whole week, you know, leading up to knowing I was going to be going to Six Flags, I just kind of have been reflecting on this idea of the inner child. And if you've done any therapy, <laughs> talking about your inner child is something that gets brought up a lot. Most therapy is based around childhood trauma and working on that childhood trauma. And that's kind of what made me think about childhood as an adult. We look back on, I think in a lot of ways, as a negative thing, or we always talk about the negatives of our childhood because there's a lot of work to be done from our childhood to unlearn unhealthy patterns, to, you know, um, parent that inner child and, and forgive and a lot of things like that. I at least find for myself and for the conversations I've had, it's very rare for as adults for us to look back at our childhood and pick out the really great things um, and, and reflect on the enjoyment or the beautiful things that happen as children. It's more often than not, we're looking back for things to work on. And that's necessary work. If you haven't done that, let's just put a pin in this right here. If you have not looked back at your childhood and figured out traumas, certain things you need to work on, I highly implore you to do that. Maybe with the help of a therapist if you're not in therapy, um, or at least look at some books, um, look at some professionals that do that work because that is an important thing. But today we're going to talk more about how we can look back at our childhood for sources of inspiration for how we're living in our adult lives. So this week when I was thinking about these things, it made me reflect on one, why is it that I have a hard time letting my inner child out? And then two, 
what things about my childhood or my teenage years were highlights in my life, were things that were really enjoyable, really fun, that maybe I've lost in my adult years. Um, and so for me, you know, reflecting on maybe why it's been really hard for me to let that inner child out, that inner play, that inner fun and, and not giving a damn what anybody thinks about me and, and just enjoying, I think has a lot to do with one, I had to grow up pretty quick. And I know there's a lot of people listening that have experienced the same thing, having to grow up quick. And whether that's because you grew up in a tumultuous kind of home environment, parents fighting, you know, whatever it might be. Um, death in the family, all of these things will cause us to have to grow up sooner than developmentally we should be, right? If, if you're growing up through your young years and your teenage years and it's a really chaotic home life, parents are always fighting, there's emotional or physical abuse, right? You, your body will go in, your body and your mind will get into a mode of having to become the parent. You're going to have to parent yourself. You may even have to parent your parents a lot of the time. When that happens, the kind of naive enjoyment of being a child gets stripped away from you. And that carries over into your adult life. You know, um, when traumatic things happen, like maybe deaths in the family, like I experienced, you know, granted, I was more of a teenager when this happened and even a young adult, but nonetheless, that causes you to really reframe and have to parent yourself and, you know, cope with heavy emotions. And so, you know, for me, I had a decent home life, you know, in comparison to others. I love my parents. Um, I think they did a great job with me, but to say it was perfect would be a lie. And I don't think anybody experiences a perfect home life. And really what matters is how you interact with your home life as a child you know, you can have great parents, but as you're developing and you have that childhood brain, it's all about how you're coping with the parenting styles that are coming at you. And for me, there was some chaotic moments in my childhood. And I definitely grew up, I think, a little bit sooner than most. I was kind of an only child. And in those chaotic moments, I coped by creating rigidity, right? When things felt chaotic around me, whether that was my parents were fighting or, you know, things were chaotic in school or whatever, I would create these very rigid like guidelines in my head, you know, steps I needed to follow, sleep routines, all these kind of things, because it gave me some sense of control. But what I was doing, I was taking the enjoyment, the magic, the, again, that kind of naive or ignorance as, that you have as a child out of my life and now implementing more kind of adult viewpoints, conscious viewpoints into my life, right? And again, love my parents. They're great. I'm not saying abuse happened or anything like that. I just want to be clear with that. I have a great relationship with my parents. But I think everybody can reflect. You know, some of us have great relationships with our parents, but we do look back at our childhood and go, man, there were some definite moments there where things were a little chaotic. And then some of us listening maybe don't have great relationships with our parents. It's just important for us to recognize why possibly we lost that inner child, that inner soul, um, that inner naive just person that could have fun and just let things go and, and then reflect and then as an adult go, okay, how can I bring that back in? So that was kind of some reflection I did and, and maybe if you're listening, 
you can sit down and journal and, and really think about your childhood and, and your formative years. And if you feel like you're a very rigid adult and you don't really allow yourself fun um, or letting that inner child out, like asking yourself why, what happened throughout your childhood and into your formative years and even your, you know, your young 20s to cause that kind of sense of rigidity, sense of, of you know, caring about the judgment of others, not allowing fun into your life and just reflecting on that, you know, and that was kind of what I did this week. And then through that, you know, um, understanding, okay, that happened. And I understand that I can be a rigid human now. And I've worked on that over the past two years and allowing myself to be more of the dorky person that I am on the inside. And I think most people that are close to me would agree. They've seen more of that in me the past year or two. And it's been fun because that's authentically who I am. You know, I like to be a dork. I like to joke around. I like to sing and dance and just not care what other people think about me. But it's been hard for me because up to the point of me doing inner work, you know, it's um, I've been very rigid. I've been very like I I vividly remember going to I think it was a wedding. Gosh, you know, I don't know, but. I was dating somebody at the time and everybody was on the dance floor. Everybody was dancing and, and my significant other at the time wanted me to dance. And I just, I, I didn't want to, I, let me rephrase that. I wanted to, my inner soul wanted to, but I wouldn't allow myself to because like I feared judgment or looking silly or all these things. And that was my inner child screaming out, do it. But me putting a cap on it and not allowing myself to have fun or enjoyment um, and not allowing that inner child to come out. And that's just sad. When you stuff that inner child down, you are you are stealing so much love and enjoyment for yourself. And you're, you're suppressing something beautiful inside of you. Now, I go out with friends and I'll be the first one on the dance floor just acting a fool, moving my hips, not giving a damn, right? And so, you know, I then started reflecting this week on, okay, wh- what were things in my childhood though that were because there's so many great things that happen in your childhood and your teenage years and a lot of us maybe it's easier for us to think of the negative things that happen or the hardships but there's so many awesome things that happen and so much growth that happened and so many things you enjoyed simply for the fun of it right there didn't have to be some underlying self-growth reason or i need to decompress from work reason right like when we were kids think about the stupid games we played like the hide-and-go-seek games in the woods or, you know, coming up with imaginary... You watch a movie and now we're all playing a role in the movie and we're just, like, reenacting that. Like, if an adult came by and said, like, hey, why are you playing this game? A lot of the times our answers were, well, shrug our shoulders and go, I don't know, we're just having fun. And that was it. And adults as kids, you go, okay. You know, as a kid, it's like, that's to be expected. There doesn't need to be another reason. You're just a kid, right? You're just a naive little kid. You're just meant to have fun. But like, think about where do we have that in our adult lives? For most of us, probably nowhere, right? If we go on a vacation or something, you know, if somebody were to say like, oh, hey, like you're going on, like, why are you going on a vacation and all that? Instead of saying like, oh, we're just going to have fun. It's, well, you know, it's PTO. I need to take the time off or I'm feeling really run down from work. And and X, Y, you give like all these reasons as opposed to, I'm just going to do it to have fun. No expectations. Just going to have fun. It's very, very rare, if at all, a lot of us do something purely for the fun and enjoyment of it. And I think that's really sad. I also think it's it's like this weird thing that's frowned upon in society. If you were to say that to somebody, they'd be like, oh, this person needs to grow up. 
Mm, incorrect. Growing up doesn't mean you need to get rid of your inner child and those moments of just having fun for the simple enjoyment and, and pure fun aspect, right? And so, you know, I would ask you to kind of like maybe reflect, do you have anything in your life currently as an adult that you do simply for the pure fun and enjoyment of it for no other reason? If somebody were to ask you, hey, why are you doing this thing? You literally just shrug your shoulder and go, I don't know, it's just fun. And then be okay with that and not, not worry if they judge you for that. Do you have anything like that? Be honest with yourself. I think most of us don't, or if we do, it's very rare where we allow ourselves to do that thing because fear of judgment for when we're adults, that's, you know, if it's not something geared towards productivity, oh, that's, what are you, a slacker? And that's just not gonna allow us to have a truly connected and fulfilling life. You are shoving down a part of you, a part of your soul that is screaming to come out. But I think there are tools we can use to figure out where we can implement those things into our life and weave them into our lives in a seamless way. So one of the things I've been thinking about this week is like, what are a couple things I did either as a child or as a teenager that just like, I felt enthralled and like I was just happy, fulfilled, didn't in a flow state, you know, whatever you wanna think about. One of the things I thought about was my really childhood years, like zero to six, I grew up in Mexico. My dad owned a fishing business. I was born there and you know, I grew up on the water. My dad loves to tell a story and I don't know how true this is, but like three days after bringing me home from the hospital, he had me out on the boat, out on the ocean, you know, but our, our Palapa was right on the water, you know, lived in a motor home. I remember falling asleep in hammocks, just listening to the waves, slapping, slapping the rocks, always being out in the water, swimming, snorkeling, fishing every single day, like water and the ocean specifically, huge part of my life. And then I started thinking about moments in my adult life where I have felt most, I guess, happy, fulfilled, um, like it's just a great day. And those are the days that I spend on the water, whether that's swimming, whether that's paddleboarding here in Austin, Texas, a lot of paddleboarding, out on the boat when my family comes and we're just out on the boat. Those days, like they go by and I'm just in the moment. And, and by the end of the day, the night rolls around. I'm just so happy. Like my soul feels full. And so for me, I go, I need more moments spent around water, even if it's a pool, right? I just know that like in my childhood, that was baked into me. And I think about too, like I was a lifeguard at, at, in high school, like water has always been a part of my life. And as an adult, I haven't thought about this really till this week, I am happiest when I spend time around water, even if it's a pool, right? That might be the lowest common denominator, you know, but I don't know in a boat or anything like that, but I know to continue to be fulfilled in my life, I need to prioritize moments being around water and maybe a big time goal is being able to like own a lake house or just own a boat or something like that. That Those are things that will make me feel fulfilled is being out on water because my inner child has a connection to the water, right? So that was one thing I realized. Second thing for me was music. And anybody that knows me knows music is a huge part of my life. But I grew up listening to my dad play guitar, sing, all these things. Music is a huge part of my life on my dad's side of the family, my, my sisters. And then I played guitar and was in a band in high school. 
And again, these are things that like, I think intuitively I know, but now it's being bubbled up to the conscious about why it's important to me. Either going and seeing music, obviously playing guitar. I truly am happiest in life when there is music around me or I am performing music myself. And it doesn't matter if I'm seeing a musical, if I'm seeing a live rock band, or I'm playing guitar myself. These are moments in my life when I am truly happiest over anything else. You know, when I play guitar, people talk about flow state all the time. God, I wanna be in flow state. When I play guitar, I am in flow state. I'm not thinking about anything else. I am connected one with the guitar and it only needs to be 30 minutes, an hour. And again, after I'm done with it, there's something inside of me that feels fulfilled. And what I'm realizing now, it's that my, my inner child, my inner child is being fulfilled. And again, it's like play when I play guitar. I'm, I don't necessarily spend time playing guitar nowadays, like trying to learn new scales or theories or anything like that. I literally pick it up. I'll put on a backing track and I just jam because that's playing for me. That's, I'm just doing it for the simple enjoyment of it, for fun. If somebody goes, why are you playing guitar like that? Why aren't you practicing? I go, I don't know, I'm just having fun. I don't need any other reason to pick the guitar up and play other than just have fun. And again, it wasn't really till this week that I, I connected the dots on why now when I play guitar, I really don't necessarily like trying to learn new theory or new scales or anything because I'm not using it for that. I'm using it to fulfill my inner child that's screaming out to just have some fun. You know, when I go see live music, anything like that, it's just to have fun. Like, why are you going to see live music? Not just to go have fun, right? And so music needs to be part of my day every single day. And the easiest thing is obviously listening to music, but like when I discover new music, when I just play guitar for 30 minutes, my day is better. And when I do that day in and day out and I weave it into my life, my weeks are better, my months are better, and my life is better. Why? Because I'm letting that inner child come out and just play. And I think the last one is, you know, I played football in high school up into a year of college ball. And for me, you know, my physical life is everything. I own a CrossFit gym. I've been a coach now for almost 10 years. Physical health, sport, that's a huge part of my life. But I think taking it a step further is trying new things when it comes to the physical realm for me. Learning new things for my body, you know. So yes, CrossFit and weightlifting, like I have to work out pretty much every single day to feel fulfilled. But when I feel extra fulfilled when it comes to the physical realm, and again, I'm playing, my inner child is coming out, is when I'm trying something new, like uh, rock climbing, or if I want to, I'm I really want to like go try a jujitsu class, or the first time I tried a yoga class, right? When I'm learning something new, I'm doing it for the simple enjoyment of it, and again, that inner child comes out, like I'm learning something, like when I learned football and I was getting better at football all the time. So, you know, something here is is if you have a workout routine or something you do, try something new, and see how it feels to let that inner child come out and, and just play, you know? Uh, playing flag football or a pickup game, right? Again, you're playing, you're letting that inner child come out and just have some fun. Like you play a pickup basketball game, like why are you doing that? You're not gonna become an NBA player. Well, no, I'm just having fun, right? I have a, f a couple of friends right now that are in like a soccer league. They're members at our gym, they're friends of mine. 
And it's really cool because it's like they're letting that inner kid come out when they're playing recess or playing a sport and they're adults and they're playing a full 90 minute soccer game. And it's cool talking to them after. They're just lit up. They're happy. They're smiling. They're just having fun. They're getting in touch with that inner kid again. They're 20s, 30 years old and it's like they're, they're kids again. And it's just beautiful to watch. And, you know, for me, I, I want to work on allowing myself more moments like this this weekend of going to Six Flags and paying money to just go ride roller coasters. Like there isn't, you know, going and riding a roller coaster, that's an ends to a mean right there. Like, why are you riding roller coasters? Uh, to ride roller coasters and have fun and just do that and putz around an amusement park all day. There doesn't need to be any other underlying reason for that other than my inner child wants to have some fun. I I remember one of my best friends growing up, Robert, um, we would go to Santa Cruz, the beach boardwalk, and we'd ride the roller coasters there and do that kind of stuff. And I'm very aware that like that's probably going to feel somewhat similar this weekend, like letting that kid out to do that. So all this to say, you know, I think there are a lot of great things we can re- reflect on in our childhood that we need to work on trauma, parenting ourselves, whatever. Man, there's a a yin and yang to this. There's another side of that. There's a lot of beauty from your childhood if you're willing to go find it and go reflect and then try to find those things and bring them to your adult life. And it doesn't necessarily have to be exactly the same. Like, let's say, you know, you played football in high school. Well, I'm not playing football right now, but I found CrossFit and I find other ways to let that inner kind of teenage jock out you know um music I was in a band well I'm not in a band anymore but I play guitar still you know and it's not as much but I do it you know I grew grew up on the ocean I'm not anywhere near the ocean I'm landlocked well if I went to the coast of Texas it'd be one thing but you know there's lakes there's pools so it doesn't have to be the same exact thing that you experience in your childhood or your teenage years but trying to come up with new experiences that link you into that inner child, I think there's great benefits to allowing that inner child out and just finding things for you to do that are simply for the enjoyment of it, simply for the fun of it. You're letting that part of your soul out. You're connecting deeper with yourself. You're not fearing judgment of others. It might be something as simple as, I just need to go out one night and just act like a fool on the dance floor and not worry about the judgment that's gonna come from it. That's beautiful, right? It can be things as simple as that. Only you know what those things need to be for yourself and sitting with that and figuring that out. So that's kind of your homework this week is journal, midweek meditation coming up on Wednesday, right? Take some time to figure out those things about your childhood that were beautiful, that made you feel alive, that made you feel at one with the universe Try to see if you can't implement that into your adult life and weave it, right? Again, I was talking about I weave guitar into most of my days and it's it's 30 minutes. I pick it up. I don't worry. I don't have structure to it. I just play, you know, um, when it comes to trying something new physically, I don't necessarily have structure to it. It's like random. All of a sudden I want to go do a yoga class. Like I don't know. I just sign up for it, right? There doesn't need to be structure to this. It's just weaving it in and out of your days, weaving fun one or two things every single day or every other day that you're simply doing for the pure enjoyment of it. No other reason needs to be there. So do that, figure out what those things are, go do them and see how you feel after. See if you feel happier, more fulfilled, more at one with the universe and your common man. So 
See you guys back here on Wednesday for the midweek meditation, which we will have a meditation around this and it might help you get a little bit more in tune and a little bit deeper into connecting with those things that you found in your childhood. I'm hopefully right now, if you're listening to this on Sunday, having the time of my life on some roller coasters with my girlfriend and um, letting my inner child out. So go have a great week, guys. Hope you enjoyed this one. And I'll see you back here on Wednesday for our midweek meditation.